I'm going to call your attention this morning to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 41. Genesis chapter 41. Get time, you need to read the story of Joseph. For preaching purposes today, would that you would go with me to Chapter 41 and verse 50. These these are the words that you find there. And as I said this morning, for the first time in 37 years, I'm saying, reading from the English Standard Version. <laughs> from Washington, you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> from the English Standard Version, chapter 41, verse 50. Before the year of famine came, two sons were born to Joseph. Esenath, the daughter Potipharah's priest of On bore them to him. Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh. For he said, God has made me to forget all my hardships and all my father's house. The name of the second he called Ephraim. For God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. Amen. I want you to pray for me this morning as I speak from this subject. How not to look like what you've been through. How not to look like what you have been through. Last summer, I was in one of my many revivals, a little country town outside of here. And I, I was sitting in the pastor's study. Service had already started. Pastor had gone out to get everything started outside, and I was sitting there in the study doing my prayer. I was sitting there in meditation preparing to go and speak to God's people. As I was sitting there, I could hear voices outside of the window. I, 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 I recognized, and just, just listening to them, they were talking about the worship service, and, and uh, 
I moved closer to the window, and as I moved closer to the window, I realized that it was the choir that was going to be singing that night. It was a guest choir that had shown up, and they were outside getting ready to come in. Now, I, mind you, I saw them. They never saw me. I'm standing there next to the window, and I, I'm hearing them, but I, I heard the tone sort of change. They weren't praying out there. Tone sort of turned, as, as it turned out, uh, there was one sister in the crowd, and I could tell that she was a little irritated because she was louder than everybody else. And I could hear her, and I knew she was irritated because, because she had pulled a little group of the members together, and she was saying to them, and some others were sort of gathered around in groups, and she's saying to them, I ain't taking this no more. I, I'm, I'm still standing there wondering now what's about to go down. But I, she says, I ain't taking this no more. I've been in this church all my life, and I've been overlooked ever since I've been here. My mom and daddy, they overlooked my mama, mistreated mama and daddy all while they were here. They died. They never did say nothing. And I began to move away from the window. I didn't know what was about to take place. And she, she kept on, she kept on, she said, but I ain't taking this. All my brothers, that's why I'm here by myself. All my brothers and all my sisters left this church, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay right here. They went on in the church and I got back down on my knees and prayed some more. Service going on and after a while I went on into the sanctuary. By the time I got into the sanctuary, the services started, and the choir was singing. I mean, they were singing. They were, they were going on, and she was singing. And, 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 and as, I, as I listened to what they were singing, the song that they were singing uh, said, I don't look like what I've been through. <laughs> they were singing, and all the church was singing with them, people standing up, clapping. I don't look like. And then I looked back. And the person leading the song <laughs> was that woman <laughs> that just got through blessing everybody. Are y'all hearing me? Huh? I, 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 singing just as loud and proud as she could. I don't look like what I've been through. I sat there and I thought, I, I thought now I, I, in my mind, my preacher mind, now, because she's dressed up and because she is showing no visible sign of struggle, she thinks, really, that she is showing no sign of her past hurts. Because she got her Sunday clothes on and because she got her robe on, she thinks that she ain't showing no signs of ever being through a struggle. Then my mind began to wonder about folk who were standing up out there, clapping their hands and having a good time. How, how many of these folks sitting out there shouting right along with her? And they're shouting, they're dressed up, yeah, and, 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 and although they're shouting and they're dressed up, they show no visible signs that they have ever been delivered. 
Are y'all hearing me? They, they are dressed up, but they show no visible signs of, of struggle. Uh, yeah, that they've ever been. Yet, every time somebody rubs them wrong. Y'all hear me? Clapping and singing and yeah, yeah, don't look like what I've been through. And really, when you look at them, they, they really look like they, 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 they tell the truth. But the first time somebody rubs them wrong. I wonder if I got a witness here. The first time somebody rubs them the wrong way, they put, or you find themselves put in a trying situation, it uncovers the fact that although they may not show it on the outside, are y'all hearing me? Although on the outside it looks like, yeah, they are just fine, you find out that on the inside they look like everything they've been through. The way they act and the way they respond, they're looking just like everything they ever. Be. Are y'all hearing this? It's often, I tell y'all often, and y'all been around here a long time, y'all know enough about me, and I told you about my daddy don't allow no honky-tonk in his house. He didn't, he didn't allow certain kind of music in the house, and so I didn't get to hear a whole lot of stuff I, while I was in his house. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 after I got out of daddy's house, I I I I pick up a thing here and there. I I'd hear a little tunes every every now and then. And one that I do remember around the early 70s was a song that said, the smiling faces tell. Yeah, you heard it too. You heard it. <laughs> smiling faces tell lies. Yeah, 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 that that song says, uh, smiling faces tell lies. I didn't get much of it, but just a little bit of it. It says, they don't tell the truth. Smiling faces don't tell the truth. Yeah, I didn't didn't get much, but but I remember it it saying that the truth lies in the eyes. (laughs) I I didn't get much of it, but I got a little bit of it. It it says that 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 a smile is just a frown. Upside down. I didn't get a whole lot of it, but I got a little of it. I, I remember a little of that song. Smiling faces tell lies. The bottom line, my brothers and my sisters, is that many who think that they have been delivered have really just found a good makeup artist. Y'all hearing me? I say many who think they've been delivered really just found a, a, a suit of clothes that were covered up. Many who think they've been delivered just found a, a way to cover it up. And they don't show on the outside the injuries that they carry around every day. And while, while they look perfectly well on the outside, they carry on the inside hurt and pain And that hurt and pain, they can hide it as long as nobody messes with them. Y'all hear me? But somehow at the slightest provocation, you find out that, 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 yeah, yeah, they may not look like it on the outside. But my, yeah, but my message, my brothers and sisters today from the word of God is to show you that it doesn't have to be that way. My message from the word of God is uh, that you don't have to hide it from the outside and you can get rid of it on the inside. Are y'all hearing me? 
show it to you. Let me show it to you. Our Bible character today, Joseph. He teaches us that God can fix you from the outside and the inside. He shows us that you can go through trial after trial and come out showing no signs of what you've been through. I wonder if I got a witness here. Study the life of Joseph and you will find not, not, yeah, not, no attempt to cover up the fact that, that life carries its ups and its downs. Brothers and sisters, come to, the real, come to reality in this life. You will have some ups and you will have some downs. You find in his story that life is not always a flowery bed of ease. Check it out sometime. Check it out sometime. You'll find that a life, you find in the life of Joseph, a life that was filled with abuse, filled with disappointment, deceit, and despair. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, I'm sure that everybody in here has had some bad breaks in life. Everybody up in here, everybody up in here, you've had some bad breaks in life, and I don't want to downplay what you've been through. I don't, don't, don't think that I'm trying to downplay what you've been through, but today I want, to, I want to take a look at a character in the Bible, and I want to prove to you uh, that you can overcome bad situations. Are y'all hearing me? Now, if you come here and you just keep carrying your soul that folk can still keep feeling sorry for you, then I can't help you. But I, I do want you to know that you don't have to leave here. You don't have to walk around carrying that with you in every situation. That's, that's where you are, where you've, yeah, I, I want to prove to somebody here that, that where you are or where you have been does not have to dictate where you're going. Write that down. I say where you are, where you've been does not have to dictate where you're going. Many of us, if we had faced what Joseph faced in his early life, if we had gone through what this boy went through, we would be bona fide card-toting basket cases right now. We had gone through what he went through. Without going through a whole lot of detail, let me, let me just give you a scan of the life of Joseph. He was born one of the youngest of 12 sons. He was favored by his father, but he was hated by his brothers. This is just a scan of his life. That wasn't all. Look at here. His brothers, his brothers, his brothers, get this. His brothers plotted to kill him. They plotted to kill him, but then they decided, well, we won't kill him. We'll just throw him in a pit and leave him out there to die. This is the same person, Joseph, Joseph, Joseph. Then, then, then after they put him in a pit, pit, left him there to die, they had a change of mind when they saw an opportunity to make some money on him. Ishmaelites were coming by, and they went by and said, there's a fellow over there in that hole. Y'all want to buy him? He sold their own brother to Ishmaelites. Same man, same man. He, yeah, he is purchased by the Ishmaelites, carried into Egypt, and put in the slave market. 
Same man, same man. Purchased uh, from the slave market by a man named Potiphar, who happened to be an officer in Pharaoh's court. He, he was purchased as a slave to work around his house. The, the Potiphar's wife started eyeing him and, and accused him, uh, uh, falsely accused him of attempted rape because he wouldn't do what she wanted. And he found himself in, are y'all hearing this? I know you had some hard times in your life, but listen to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she accused him of, uh, of rape and, and he's thrown in jail for over two years. While he's in jail, he makes a couple of friends and he uses his God-given gift to interpret a dream. And because of that, a man is freed from jail. That man was freed from jail and forgot about him. Forgot all about his goodness and his kindness. But then watch this. After he went through all of that, God eventually steps in, works everything out. And all at once, he finds himself second in command in all of Egypt. Let me see that. Let me see that. After all of that, God steps in. He finds himself second in command, vice president of Egypt. Second only to the Pharaoh. He, he's able to do his job. And here's where I want to get to right here. After all he's been through, he's able to do his job without any signs of a troubled past. He's able to do his, are y'all hearing me? He's able to do his job and he shows absolutely no sign of all that he has been through. I know somebody sitting up here right now. Somebody sitting here right now comparing your story to his, saying, well, I, 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 you know, I've been through some stuff. You know how it is. We, always, we can always one-up somebody. I know somebody sitting here now. You're, you're comparing your story to his. And, and yeah, yeah, and, and I know in your own mind you're saying, well, Rev, don't know my story. I've had my share of ups and downs. And I, I tell you what, I don't even want to debate that. I don't want to debate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to debate anybody this morning because even if you start getting into comparing, I don't want to compare anybody's story. But the one thing that I want to show you today is how Joseph came out of this situation. While we're comparing, let me show you how, yes, Joseph went in it. But what I want to what I want to make you understand is Joseph came out of this situation. Uh, he came out with any bit without any bitterness, without holding any grudges. Y'all hear me? And he still had his integrity intact when he came out. It's important, brothers and sisters, that we talk like this and that we talk about this because Many have allowed life to cause them to become bitter. Many have caused life to, to cause them to become suspicious of everything and everybody. And, and never, yeah, 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 many are never able to live a life, yeah, like, like it ought to be lived. Are you hearing me? Yeah, never able to live life to its full potential because they can never turn loose what happened to them in the past. I, I, I'm, I'm preaching better than y'all responding. I say there are some folk that can never live life like it ought to be lived because they can't turn loose. What happened to them in the past? See, many have gone through trials and 
hard challenges and, and, and with God's help, they made it out. Yeah, with God's help, God brought them out. But, but although God brought them out, they still mad. Still looking for a way to get back at somebody. Are y'all hearing me? Still feel like I, I've been wrong and I'm going to get him. Are y'all hearing me? So some folk right up in here in the sound of my voice, you got family members that you still don't speak to this very day because of something that happened in the sandbox. Are y'all hearing this? Although God has brought you out, although God has brought you through and, and in many cases he has elevated you to a better place, you still can't enjoy your present condition. You still can't enjoy your present blessings because you, you have not properly dealt with the pain of your past. Are y'all hearing this? God has elevated you. God has put you up there and you still can't enjoy it. Because you really have not dealt with the pain of the past. It, it would do us all well to understand how Joseph faced this stuff. Joseph is going to help us this morning. Joseph, how did you do that? How did you face all of these challenges and come out without malice? How did you go through all of that and come out without bitterness? Still loved his brothers. And he showed that he loved his brothers. He was able to put the past in the past and live a normal life. So the question. The question that I want to ponder this right now, I want, to, I want us to ponder, is what kept Joseph from losing his mind? How did he come out without any bitterness or any malice? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, I just want to propose a few things out of the word of God, and we're going to go home here in a minute. First thing I want to point out to you, is that Joseph went through all of that. And in all that he went through, he maintained his integrity. Are y'all hearing this? No matter how bad it got, no matter what it was that he was going through, no matter how low down anybody else had been, he would not compromise. He remained committed to doing what he knew was right. Even when everybody else around him was doing, are y'all hearing me? He held on to his integrity. The second thing is, he kept on doing his best, even in a bad situation. Y'all hearing this? You can't allow bad circumstances to change who you are. That is never a good excuse for not doing your best. Let me say it again. I say that is never a good excuse for not doing your best. Mama used to say anything worth doing is worth doing right. That's never an excuse for not doing your best. Third thing is, right out of the word of God, he uses his power and his influence compassionately. Well, he's got some power now. He's over some folk now. But he uses his power and his influence 
compassionately. When he finally came into power, he chose to use that power for good and not for evil. Oh, my brothers and sisters, I have found out that many times, yeah, people think that all they want is to be delivered. All they want is to be liberated. But the truth is, uh, yeah, some folk don't, 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 they don't want to be liberated. They want to be the oppressor. Are y'all hearing me? There are many who, yeah, I, I just, I just want, I just want, I just want this to be over. I want to be liberated. No, there are a lot of folks who really don't want to be liberated. What they really want, they want the chance to get somebody back. Are y'all here? And it's a sad picture. It's a sad thing. But sometimes uh, we can turn into the very people we despise. Are y'all hearing me? The folk who have treated us bad, the folk who have done us bad, and the minute we rise up, we'll turn right around and look for somebody else to treat the same, to treat the same way. He had the chance after he got to be vice president. He had the chance to get back at his brothers, but he didn't. He had a chance to get back at, at, at Potiphar's wife. Are y'all hearing me? But he didn't. He had a chance to go back and get back at that friend who left him in jail. He didn't do it. He chose to use his power for reconciliation. He made a choice. He made a choice to look for God's hand in the midst of all he's going through. And brothers and sisters, I've learned that's a pretty good practice. When you're going through sometimes, uh, you ought to just stop and see if you can see God's hand in it. Are y'all hearing me? You ultimately see what matters is not what folk are trying to do to you. What matters is what God is trying to get done. What he found, what he found out, what he found was that it really didn't matter what his brothers were plotting to do. What mattered was what God was trying to do with him. He said, look at chapter 50, verse 20. He said to his brothers when they finally come, he said, look. He said, don't y'all worry about me. He said, because you meant it for evil. It's right there in the book. He said, you, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. I wonder if I got a witness up in the house. Yeah, that there are so many times that folk are trying to do you in. So many times folk are digging ditches in your way, but the thing that they're putting in your way, God has put it there for your good. I wonder if I got a witness up in this house. Uh, but as I move toward the close here, I think that the most telling signs, the most telling signs of how Joseph kept his sanity was in the naming of his sons when his children were born. You want to know why he, how he kept his sanity? Look at how he named his son. Joseph married and had two sons. And he didn't just grab a name. He just didn't grab a popular name. He, he wanted to give his sons a name that meant something. And so what he did, he, he gave his son's name with meaning. The first son that was born, he named him Manasseh. Named him Manasseh. The word Manasseh means forget. Named his first son forget. Are y'all hearing this? Named his first son forget. 
He says, I'm naming my son, forget Manasseh, for he said, God has made me to forget all my toil and all my father's house. Are y'all hear me? God has made me to forget all that stuff. God has made me uh, even to forget my father's, all, everything that went on in my daddy's house. God has caused me to forget it. Now, let me help somebody out. Help somebody out. We, 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 we just started into a brand new year. Let me just help somebody right here in the word of God. If you're not careful, you will allow stuff that happened years ago to destroy what God wants to do, to do for you in 2018. If you're not careful, you will allow some craziness, some mess that has already been gone, you will allow it. If you're not careful, it will destroy what God has for you right now. Joseph, in naming his first son, was saying, I will not be bogged down with the troubles and trials of my past. That's what he said when he named that boy that. He says, I will not be bogged down in something that's already gone. But in putting the past behind him, he acknowledged that it was God who gave him the strength. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, don't you try to do it on your own. Don't try to do it on your own. God gave him the strength that he needed to put the past behind him. And I'm here to help somebody right now. Here to help somebody today. If you will seek God's help, he will help you forget. I'm trying to help somebody here. If you will just seek God's help, God will help you forget those things that are behind you, that are holding you back from what God has in store for you right now. Said this morning, I used to watch, and everybody, anybody been around any children, if you'll be around, and yeah, sometimes every preacher ought to hang around a baby. You learn stuff. My, my little niece, Kinsley, when she was around us when she was little, and that was a movie that came out, and she would watch the movie, and you know, they watch the movie, you got to watch it too. But that was this movie that came out, and it was Frozen, something like that, Frozen. Frozen, and, and I, I didn't know, I still don't know the plot, don't know much about anything. All I remember is that this Queen Elsa or somebody, I, I remember that, that something happened and she had to leave, and she was leaving one place, having to go to another. And as she was going to this other place, she was singing this song that says, Let it go. <laughs> I don't remember nothing else about the movie, but I, I, I remember her just, just walking along in the snow, singing. Let it, <laughs> let it go. Oh, my brothers and sisters, are y'all hearing me? Uh, yeah, only you and God know what you needed, know what it is in your life that you need to let go. Are y'all hearing me? I know I'm talking to somebody up in here. I, I ain't going to say I don't know who I'm talking to. I'm, I'm talking to all of y'all. That is some stuff that you need to let. Are y'all hearing me? Let it go. It has tormented you long enough. Let it go. Nothing good has ever come out of it and you keep on holding on to it. Let it go. It's wearing you down. It has killed your joy, disturbing your peace. Let it go. So God, help me to forget it. And I want you to note now, please, no, please understand this. He didn't forget his family, and I don't believe he forgot what they did to him. 
Are y'all hearing me? But God was able to help him forget the pain. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, he didn't lose his mind, but God helped him forget the pain that he went through. God helped him get over the heartache. And I got to, let me tell somebody, he'll do it for you right now if you let him, if you just let it go. It's amazing to me. It's amazing to me how folk will hold tight on the things that they know they, they know are destroying them. Folk will hold with their dear lives stuff that they know is destroying them when God has given them the power to let it go. Are y'all hearing this? I'm trying to help somebody right here. So you are abandoned. Let it go. Your mama was mean and your daddy was no count. Let it go. So somebody hurt your feeling. Let it go. Are y'all hearing me? So you made a mistake. You messed up somewhere in life. Let it go. So they blackball you and wouldn't let you in the clique. Let it go. Joseph had another son. Had a second son. And second son, look at what he named his son. He named him Ephraim. That means fruitful. And he said, I'm naming him that because God has caused me to be fruitful even in the land of my affliction. <laughs> if you're going to shout, that's the place right there. God has caused me to be fruitful even in the land of my. Uh, is there anybody here? Y'all ain't hearing me. Is there anybody here that when you really look back at where you've come from, is there anybody in here that when you really look back over your life and when you really think God, think, think things over, you realize that God was there all the time? Are y'all hearing me? Is there anybody here that laid awake at night, not knowing which way to turn? But now that you look back on it, you realize that God was with you every step of the way. Are y'all hearing me? Is there anybody here that can just say with an honest voice, I've had my share of ups and downs, but God has been with me yes, every step of the way. When I look back over my life and when I think things over, I can truly say, I can truly say that I've been blessed. I've been up and down, but I've been blessed here. Yeah. Haven't always had enough here, yeah. but I've been blessed here. Yeah. There have been times uh, when it looks like things will fall apart, uh, but I gotta tell you uh, that I've been blessed. Uh, oh, my brothers uh, and my sisters, uh, you all have come to a point where you realize uh, that God was there uh, all the time. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, I had to cry sometimes, uh, but God God was there yeah, all the time. 
Amen. There were some times uh, that I didn't know which way to go. Yeah, but God was there all the time. Yeah. Yes, uh, brothers and sisters, here it is, uh, right here. Yeah. If you can, if you can just let it go. Yeah. God will wipe away uh, all of your tears. Yeah. One of I got a witness here. Yeah. God will. Uh, he'll hear your broken spirit. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. All at the same time, uh, he'll keep on blessing you. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? One of I got a witness here that, that he will uh, prepare a table yeah, before me yeah, in the presence uh, of my enemies. Yeah. That is right here. Yeah. Jesus uh, was born in Bethlehem. Yeah. They had no room for him. Yeah. He was born in a manger. Yeah. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes. Yeah. He was lied on. Uh, he was despised by men. Yeah. He was false accused. Yeah. They sentenced him to die on a cross. Yeah. They whipped him all night long. Yeah. They put a crown of thorns uh, down on his head. Yeah. They nailed his hands. Uh, they nail his feet. They pierce him in the side. He died on an old rugged cross. They laid him in a borrowed tomb. But let me show you something. What they meant for evil. Y'all ain't hearing me. What they meant for evil, God meant it for good. And early in the Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Are y'all hearing me? And right now, yeah, yeah, right now, yeah, Jesus is sitting yeah, at the right hand of his father. Yeah, y'all miss that. Yeah, right now, yeah, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of his father. Let me say it another way. Yeah, he does not look like what he's been through. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? He does not look like what he's been through. Yes, yes. And not only that, God has given him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue got to confess that Jesus, oh, yeah. Jesus, he lost to the glory of God. Yes, yes, oh, yeah. With God's help. is clear.
thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you're unsaved today, if you've never accepted him as Lord and Savior, you can do that right now. Just believe on him. Come right now and say, Lord, I believe that. Don't fully understand it, but I do believe it. If you're here unsaved, let me invite you to come. Have not accepted him as Lord and Savior, why don't you come? If you've already accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life and just don't have a church covering, you need to be covered. Somebody ought to be moving right now. The door is open. Come, 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 come. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah.